This is Eli Gold, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Welcome in to TSL TriStar Sports Live presented by Parks Motor Sales. JP Plants hanging out with you. Wes Duncan as well on this Thursday as we get close to the weekend. Oh, you can feel it. It's in the air. That feeling is there. No question about it. As, um, well, the, uh, the UT football AD saga is um is uh moving at a very rapid pace as i bring in my buddy west duncan west how are you buddy crazy crazy world um you know we like you said i just heard you mention the tennessee situation didn't take them long no to, no to get their guy yeah um, and you know i don't think anybody's too like shocked in a sense because the guy's got a good resume um I know you and I were talking, but I, you know, you look at, and I know we'll get into it here in a little bit about some of the hires that he's made. But I was looking at his resume and all of the things that they said, and they said uh, one of the high points about Danny White was he's an excellent communicator, excellent communicator, um, and that's crucial in that position. Uh, you've got to have that kind of guy, and that he genuinely cares about the his job and the people that he hires. So great praise from uh, UCF. That was from UCF, by the way. Yeah. Um, and th- this is, uh, this is a good sign, uh, Wes. I mean, you know, cause we, we were thinking, you know, coach Steele, Kevin Steele, of course, has been named the acting head coach uh, following, uh, what was it? Mondays? Was that yes. Monday when all that yeah. happened with Pruitt following mm-hmm. that press conference and, uh, they said they were going to get an athletic director first, and here we are Thursday. They have found one, which is impressive, um, in in so many ways. And because we we thought it would take you know I don't know a week or two maybe to get an athletic director, and then you begin the process because that person was going to be instrumental in hiring the uh, the next head football coach and. Mm-hmm. There were questions, well, is Steele just going to be the acting head coach for the upcoming year until you can go through this process because of where we are? Well, with them getting Danny White in this week, you know. He's it, got time. Yeah, he's got time to get to get a guy, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I will tell you this, uh, knowing uh, the severity of the situation – I guarantee you he's already got some calls into some of his candidates that he's looking at. Um, Cause obviously they said per the report of the chancellor, you know, they, they were in talks with this search firm on the 16th, the 15th of the 16th of yeah. January. So, you know, the ball has been rolling and, and, you know, it's been put into motion. So 
you know that was probably one of the first things that they talked to Danny White about was the hiring of the football coach. Um, I will be shocked, and of course I've been shocked in my life before, <laughs> but I will be really shocked if, if Kevin Steele remains as the head coach. Oh, I think the whole the whole point of getting Danny White in as soon as possible was so they could hire a head coach. Mm-hmm. That's been the plan. So, yeah, I agree with you. It's um, and and Danny White um, said so uh, essentially um, mm-hmm. in his uh, he sent out a release uh, from you know after being named today. At least uh, let's see if I can. Um, uh, I've got uh, the quote from. Dondi Plowman, of course. Uh, Danny White, by the way, will be traveling to Tennessee on Friday with his family, and uh, he will be introduced officially to the um, to the media. Um, they'll have that uh, coming up on um, on Friday. So um, here's what uh, Dondi Plowman, uh, who is the uh, chancellor at uh, University of Tennessee, said today that. Um, Quote, uh, Danny White is, uh, is an innovative leader in college athletics with a strong track record in recruiting and developing leaders. He brings the combination of winning attitude, competitive drive, and dedication to integrity and academics that we are looking for. She goes on to say, we undertook this search with urgency yeah, yeah, you did, and found <laughs> strong interest from a robust candidate pool, enabling us to act quickly and with great confidence. I'm proud to say we found our leader, and I'd like to thank President Boyd, our trustees, and our staff for their support and hard work. Uh, here's the uh, the comment from Danny White uh, that I was searching for, his uh, commenting on his appointment uh, in this uh, course at utsports.com from their official release today. A quote uh, from Danny White, I am thrilled to be headed to Knoxville and to the university with a great competitive tradition and a spirited and devoted fan base. Volunteer fans have an expectation to win, and my first task is, Here's the key. My first task will be taking on the search for a new head football coach. But I want all fall fans to know that I am deeply committed to excellence in all of our athletic programs. So there you go. So that was Denny White commenting uh, on his appointment today. Again, uh, tomorrow he will be traveling to Knoxville and will be uh, introduced to the public and media. And I'm sure they'll have another press conference for him tomorrow we'll hear uh from him and uh see him in uh in some orange tie and a power t uh button on his uh, lapel right for sure yeah for sure <laughs> jp and some other news i just found out that i mean it kind of kills my spirits because i was hoping the tennessee titans would bring him back but it appears that they are finalizing a deal in atlanta uh, arthur smith is reaching into the toolbox and bringing D- Dean Pease out of retirement. Oh, really? Yes, and that is a huge blow because of the fact that, you know, he had been spotted in the stands for several of the Titans games, and everybody was hoping he would come back as our defensive coordinator. So looks like Arthur's taking one, uh, you know, from the Titans. 
Well, there you go. And um, did you see, did you, I know you've had a lot of stuff going on today, but did you see the, the press conference for the Detroit Lions new head coach, Dan Campbell? I did not. Oh, what JP, did I miss? it's one for the ages, brother. You have to go get the sound bite. Uh, he, he, he's up at the podium. He, he looks like he can still play by the way, <laughs> you know, and he's talking about, you know, they're going to be hard. They're going to be Detroit hard. And he's talking about if you hit, if you knock us down, we're going to get up. But on the way up, we're going to bite off your kneecap. Mm. Uh, you may knock us down again. He said, we're going to bite the other kneecap off. <laughs> he said, you, you know, we're going to punch you in the mouth. We're going to, you know, all the stuff. And I'm like, gum, dude, where's my shoulder pads? I'm ready to suit up for this guy. There you go. Uh, but you, it's one for the ages, I promise you. They'll be showing it 20 years from now. It's kind of like playoffs. You know, (laughs) (laughs) it's an ultimate soundbite. I promise you. I will. uh, I will go fishing here in a little bit. um, You need to and see uh, see what we can come up with uh, for sure. So a lot going on. Um, Of course, uh, you know where Tennessee goes now with the hiring today of Danny White as director of athletics. Um, Here in just a little bit, uh, in our next segment, we'll take a look. Uh, back at some of his notable hires already, just to give you a little track record of what he has done while the athletic director at the University of Buffalo and at University of Central Florida, and uh, mm-hmm. has done quite well with the hires, uh, big, you know, the the major hires, if you will, of the the money sports, football and basketball. So he certainly has a track record uh, for. Uh, for his uh, coaching hires, and, and obviously as an athletic director, that is, uh, if not one, one A uh, on your top priority list. Absolutely, and and you know, we've alluded to this on air several times. This is a huge hire. Um, I like I said the other day. I don't think I think Phil Former was just trying to sound very political. Um, I don't think Danny White's going to come out and say, hey, this next coach is going to be here for 10 years because he's not a fortune teller. He can't predict the future. But I think he's going to try to hire somebody to that the Tennessee Vol fans can put their faith in and, and have some stability because, let's face it, this this football program has been through an absolute you know, uh, turmoil the last eight years. And it's suffering, and the 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 ball fans, you know, they need something to cling to, for sure, because it hadn't been on Saturdays. No, and and let's not forget there are sanctions coming. I yes, mean, they're probably going to lose, you know, scholarships. They're going to probably lose a bowl ban, you know, um, and could possibly lose, you know, a coaching position or two. Who knows? I'm I'm curious, and something that um, that we talked around the office today, perhaps with this self uh, reporting, this was an internal investigation into uh, Jeremy Pruitt and these allegations that they have found. So self reported. Um, how much do you think that plays into uh, the NCAA when it comes down time for sanctioning? Um, you know, the type of, um, of ban that they'll get. Well, I think JP, you make an excellent point there. I, 
I think by Tennessee coming forth and admitting guilt and fault right off the bat um, and getting out in front of this before the NCAA did, that it will lessen the blow a little bit, so to speak. Um, now, we we saw how reading the reports that Jeremy Pruitt was, you know, not as compliant in coming forth with information, and I think that's basically what deemed him in his time there at UT. But I do know this. Uh, as this has happened in the past, teams that come forth and admit guilt and say, hey, yeah, we're going to go ahead and, you know, cut the head off the snake right off the bat, and then we're going to take our punishment. They usually get the lesser punishment. Um, I, I'm not going to say they're going to get the SMU treatment or anything like that, but they'll get a a, a, a few sanctions thrown at them. Well, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, and and also interesting how that affects who they could possibly hire. I, I do think it is a positive sign of getting somebody like a Danny White uh, and getting him this quickly. I think that changes the narrative or the perception a bit of perhaps some coaches when looking at Tennessee. This is a huge positive sign in the right direction, in my opinion, that they are starting to get their ducks in a row. Because how this the one they just made today they they've got two huge hires I think for the uh, for the sake of the program itself they have to get this AD high right they have to get the football coach right or this well, or, or they sink further and further and on the surface at first glance based on track record mm-hmm. and the timing to be able to get a guy like him this quickly. I think they they passed that initial test. Um, time oh, will tell, sure. but I think they passed the first test for sure. And, and and absolutely, it is a great window dressing hire. It's it's a shocking hire to be honest with you because of the fact that they JP they just released what he's gonna come for. Uh, he's going to earn one point eight million dollars initially as Tennessee's athletic director. According to UT, um, here's the other thing. He's going to get a 5% increase every year and is eligible to receive $300,000 in incentives. So you're not going to bring a guy in and pay him all this money if you don't think he could be successful. And if you're not successful, then the egg's on Tennessee's face because they're they're throwing the Binks truck at him for sure. Yeah. I mean – He's, you know, former only made nine hundred. Uh, I mean, listen to me, only nine hundred. Okay. Um, <laughs> but that ought to tell you something. They they value Danny White a whole lot more than they valued Philip Former. And Philip Former won him a national title with Johnny Majors' team. But you think about that. And they're still paying former. You know, we 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 saw you you were pretty disgusted, and so was I, that they kind of let former just kind of wash his hand, Pontus Pilate, of this situation, and not take <laughs> any blame. But they're still going to pay former an annual salary of thirty seven grand for twenty twenty for twenty twenty three. You know, so I mean. 
my goodness. Uh, I don't want to hear people say that, that college athletics doesn't have money because we've seen over the last, what, two, three months now with all these college coaches and the carousel buyouts and all this, uh, if people don't realize college athletics is a business now, when you're when you're able to buy out coaches and pay them twenty one million, and you're able now to pay an AD one point eight million, yeah, uh, that goes to show you how big of a business college sports is. Yeah, there's no question, no question about it. Um, all right, uh, we're going to take our first uh, break of the hour. And um, when we come back, Wes, we will uh, dive into uh, a little more into Danny White, uh, kind of his track record, who's some of the coaches that he's hired, what they have done uh, to give you a little bit of insight into the type of guys um, and decisions that Danny White has made. So uh, we'll do that coming up next. This is TSL. It is presented by Parks Motor Sales. JP and Wes will be back right after this. Welcome back, TSL, presented by Parks Motor Sales. JP and Wes uh, hanging out with you on this Thursday evening. Kind of a cloudy day, but that's okay. We hope you bring a little uh, light into your life with a little sports talk on this uh, Thursday evening. Um, I do have, uh, by the way, the Coach Campbell of um, Detroit, the Lions. So we'll, we'll do that coming up. But I want to get back into... Uh, Danny White, as we were talking about before the break, uh, Wes, and what a big hire this is. Uh, a, a great first test. Um, you know, I, I guess you got to give the administration, you know, Dondi Plowman and uh, Randy Boyd, I guess you got to give them an A for this one, right? Oh, you, most definitely. I mean, uh, if you look at his track record and, like I said, his resume um, and, and the timing of all of this, I would I would definitely give it an A hire for sure. No question about it. And speaking of hires, he's Danny White has had a few A hires as well. Uh some of the notable uh at his time at Buffalo uh from twenty twelve to twenty fifteen. In twenty fifteen he hired Lance Leopold. And if you remember, Wes, that Buffalo football program was yes. considered one of the, if not the worst, Division One football programs in the country for years. I mean, I'm for talking years. decades, Wes. Mm-hmm. Like my my entire life, Buffalo was considered one of the worst football programs in the country, and he hired a coach who has turned it around. I'm, I'm sure. I don't think Lance was the first one. Lance Leopold in 2015, um, and. In uh, the six years that he's been there, and he's still there, he has a record of 146 and 39. And the last three years, Wes, Buffalo has gone to a bowl game. Yeah, which is, you know, unbelievable turnaround. And this only brings a ray of hope for Tennessee volunteer fans uh, all across the state because, you know, they're, they're, they're not wanting to play in the Music City Bowl. 
no offense to the Music City Bowl, <laughs> and they don't want to play in the Liberty Bowl. You know, they want to be up there in the top ten where this program has, you know, mostly been. Um, and, and you know, rightfully so. That's what everybody wants. But you got to put the pieces in place for that to happen, and I, I would give them credit. Uh, this is a great hire, great hire. Now it's now it's going to get really interesting to see, uh, you know, after Friday, after they introduce him, because he's going to have to field questions about, hey, how's the process of hiring a coach going to – how are you going to go about it? Yeah. And I want to hear his answer. Yeah, no question. Uh, he obviously has a process because he's done well. I mentioned Lance Leopold at Buffalo. Uh, also, while at Buffalo – on the basketball side, he hired Nate Oates. And if that name yep. sounds familiar, it's because he's the current Alabama head basketball coach with a record of 12-3 and this year, 7-0 and in conference play, 28-18 uh, and at Alabama. But in his three, uh, excuse me, four seasons, I believe, at Buffalo, uh, as uh, Danny White hired him, 96-43, and three NCAA appearances. So Lance Leopold on the football side, 146-39 record, a 96-43 and record in basketball for Nate Oates. And then he went to Central Florida um, in 2015 and was there until today, I guess, uh, and hired a couple of really good football coaches. Scott Frost in 2016 was there for two years, including a 13-0 and season in 2017. Two bowl appearances for him. He, of course, left, left to go to his alma mater, Nebraska. And then following that, got Josh Heupel, who uh, in three years has taken the Knights, um, excuse me, the Bulls. They're the Bulls. Central Florida's the Bulls, right? Yeah, they uh, uh taken that team to uh, bowl appearances in all three of his seasons. Um, Frost was 19-7 and seven overall. Heupel, 28-8. and eight. So overall... Uh, the the three football coaches at Buffalo and Central Florida that he's hired an overall record of one ninety three and fifty four eight bowl appearances in eleven years and the lone three years were the first three years of Leopold at Buffalo turning that program around so um, pretty impressive with uh, some of those numbers that um, with the track record of Danny White's hires unbelievable and you just hope that uh, you know that that was one thing that they looked at that he has a great track record and JP, you did a great job of, of researching that and pulling that up because, you know, uh, SEC fans will be familiar with the Oates hire because of the outstanding turnaround he's done to Alabama basketball. Um, but more importantly, you look at what he, like you just mentioned with the Buffalo football program. <laughs> I mean, it's unreal question for you. Does yep. he make the call to the Buffalo head coach first? Since he, there is some familiarity with each other. You would or does he or does he go to Josh Heupel? Well, you know, you would think that what what I understand about athletic directors that they always have a list of, always. you know, if they were forced today to, you know, to start a coaching search, they've got a list of you know, two, three, four, five guys that they know that at any point, if they need to make a change, they're going to go in that direction. Um, yeah, they have to be on his list, right? 
I would I would think so for sure. Because and, and those coaches, you know, and, and this is going to be interesting because of the sanctions coming in. There is going to have to be, you know, I, you know, we were talking about this today on on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today weekdays nine to eleven here on WKOM with Maurice and Chris. You know, which path does this AD go down? Do they go down? Um, you know, the the Tennessee guy who's going to kind of take one for the team, kind of like. Um, you know, Matt Luke at uh, Ole Miss, uh, who did that for a couple of years. Um, you know, do you find a, quote, Tennessee guy that's going to come in and kind of well, take one for the team as they come out of these sanctions and give the new AD time to, you know, try to build up and, and entice somebody in, in a couple of years? Um, because it, at least as of earlier today, before Danny White came into the mix – that seemed to be the only opportunity. But if you got somebody like him now, uh, I think there's still a stigma with the university. But uh, well, does I'll he have a this, chance to get a, a big name that's not directly tied to him, you think? Well, I, I, I think so, and I'll tell you why, JP, because it's the SEC. And, you know, there's coaches out there that, you know, that want that title – and want that opportunity to see what they got because they want to play in the best conference. Um, now, to 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 talk, speak on your point about is there a guy there? They've got a guy on staff that's a that's a Tennessee guy, uh, T. Martin, uh, who people wanted they wanted him to get a shot the last time, and he he didn't get a shot. Um, do you let that guy? You don't. You know, as you put it, be the fall guy until the to hold things together um, until... I think that's what Kevin Steele is, I guess, right now, as acting yeah, head coach. I mean, he, if they he were gonna, If they were going to let T have anything to do with it, don't. why would they have brought in Kevin Steele, right? And I, I'm scratching my head all along about this. During a, during a hiring freeze, by the way. Right. Let's not forget that. And that, that was my point, because I'm like, okay, if you're bringing him in to do that, you already got that guy on staff. You know, um, so I, you know, that was a, that was a, you know, as they said in the movies, that's a bold move, Cotton, uh, you know, because it didn't make no sense. And now this is even a bigger head scratcher because you've hired an AD within three days and obviously he's got outside ties outside the Tennessee program. So, He's going to be looking outside for sure. Yep. Yeah. It's, it, it's it's going to be interesting, but I promise you this: it will be a dynamic hire. It will be because that's what the university wants. They they've got to have that guy. So so you think, despite the potential, well, the potential. I mean, you know, sanctions are coming. It's just a matter of how much and and how bad are they. You don't think. You think Tennessee, because it's Tennessee and because it's the SEC, still can lure in somebody despite uh, those things that they may be working uphill from the get-go? Oh, for sure. I mean, let's okay. face it. I mean, um, you know, if they can raise Lazarus and, and Jacksonville Jaguars hire Urban Meyer, for sure. Tennessee, <laughs> I mean, you know, anything's possible. And I know this, and you do too. The old mighty dollar can make people do crazy stuff. That's true. And 
Tennessee has no, with Randy Boyd and the Haslams and all those big money people and all the, the, the thousands of donors they got, they got money. So if they want to go get that big name, they can throw money and, and get who they want. Uh, but the main thing, they better have somebody in there that's going to want to build that program back up uh, and give the, the fans of Tennessee something to believe in. Uh, you know, and as they used to say, put my all in for Tennessee because uh, the Tennessee faithful have, have lost faith and they're, they're wanting – they're wanting to be competitive again. I think that's what really hurt the football program this year uh, and, and in the past couple of years. You know, they wasn't competitive, so to speak, for all four quarters. Let me put it like that. Well, and and if if you if you're gonna be if you're gonna be cheating, <laughs> you better you better damn well be competitive. Well, and you know what? Hey, <laughs> I mean, let's be only, honest, right? Yeah, I mean, not, I mean, especially if you're. I mean, come on, man. Uh, either that or you're a terrible business person because mm-hmm. you're hiring the wrong people or, or paying the wrong people. I mean, you know, I joked with you earlier saying, hey, the basketball team got upset because they were getting paid in Chick-fil-A bags, not in, <laughs> not McDonald's bags. You know. That's West Duncan, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, even the faithful, yeah, yeah, they painted the rock. They yeah. painted the, the, you know, the famous rock on campus with McDonald's bags, you know, joking. So that's how, you know, but Tennessee football has got to make that hire. There were people upset the last time when they didn't go after the splash hour of Mike Leach. Um, And it, somebody tried. Yeah. Somebody tried. (laughs) Curry Curry tried. He did. And he got snaked by former, you know, Mm -hmm. but Tennessee football's big. It it really is. I mean, uh, even if you, you know, People like me and yourself that don't like Tennessee, it's still big. You got to give them credit. It's a big program. Um, yeah. I, well, listen. I, you know, we're we're fairly objective. I think on on how we talk about Tennessee. Now, yes, I'm a Vandy fan, and Tennessee is a rival. But uh, but I think we're objective. You're you're a Florida guy, right? I'm Florida and Alabama. Florida and Alabama. It's hard to believe. Yeah. Just you because are, you are an anomaly. I am an anomaly. I've got friends on on Alabama staff, and so what? Did, so so what did you? Um, what was your SEC championship game like? Uh, it was real quick for Alabama because <laughs> they they helped make that decision for you real quick. Yeah, didn't they? yeah. Who you, who you but I, I was not a. I was. Ne- I never rode with Kyle Trask. To okay. be honest with you, I I, I didn't. He was, you know, he put up numbers, ungodly numbers, we saw. But he was just lethargic, you know, for me. Um, but it should be interesting. And I really thought we were going to lose Dan Mullen. You know, he was interviewing for some NFL jobs. Yeah. And he's had a huge coaching turnaround on his staff, too. Yeah, and of course, you know, he's uh, he's interviewed, is he not? Or at least was scheduled to interview for a couple of NFL gigs. Yeah, but I think they've kind of quietened that down yeah. and cooled that off. But speaking of interviews in NFL, I mean, did you see Alabama has finalized and, and got two former NFL coaches on their offensive staff now? Bill O'Brien's the offensive coordinator, along with Doug Marone being finalizing mm-hmm. his deal today. 
former SC Jaguars O-line. coach. Yep. yep. So you got a former Houston Texans head coach and a former Jaguars head coach. Yeah, not only and, NFL coaches, NFL head coaches. Right. And, and <laughs> on the same the side of the ball. On the same side of the ball. And I will tell you this, for all the Alabama fans out there wondering, and they know this already, Bill O'Brien won't be doing any player personnel decisions. Uh, he won't be trading off any of our players like he did in Houston and all that stuff. He And, and, and if you look at Bill O'Brien's track record, you kind of peel back the layers I mean, what he did with the Patriot, the Patriots, excuse me, and what he did with Penn State, unbelievable. That, I mean, that's let's face it, people. That's how he got his the head coaching job at Houston for his success at these levels. So, I mean, trust the process, as Nick Saban says. He knows what go. he's doing. There we go. All right, uh, to put a bow on Danny White, uh, just a little more background. Uh, he played college at Townsend University and at Notre Dame. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, played in Notre Dame, graduated in 2002. He earned his master's degrees, plural, in business administration and sports administration from Ohio University and earned a doctorate. Yeah, he's a doctor, by the way. A doctorate in higher education from the University of Mississippi. Hmm. And he also served as a senior associate athletics director at Ole Miss. Um, prior to um, becoming the big man at Buffalo and Central Florida and now at Tennessee. So he's got a little bit of SEC experience. Yeah, he does. And here's the other thing. You know, you mentioned Notre Dame. You know, Notre Dame just got hit with sanctions today as well, JP. Oh, they did? Oh, do tell. Do tell. Uh, A coach who had impermissible contact with a recruit in 2019. So – they have been slapped by the NCAA. Mm. So, and and from my understanding, and some of my sources, JP, the whole Tennessee sanction stuff could lead into other programs in the SEC. There's from what little, I'm hearing, little chatter on that. That's right. There is little chatter. It's not done yet. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> All right. Hey, we'll shift into the NFL. Uh, coming up, uh, Dan Campbell. Um, and his colorful press conference today with the Detroit Lions. Talk about a fit for a city and a, and a, a, a blue-collar work ethic. He seems to fit that to a T. We'll hear part of that. Uh, talk about run down. That has been um, such a swift uh, news cycle as well, uh, the many coaches in the NFL that are uh, and the names going through. So we'll try to catch up on some of that. And more TSL presented by Parks Motor Sales. JP and West will be back with you right after this. Welcome back to final segment of TSL presented by Parks Motor Sales. J.P. Flynn, Wes Duncan, hanging out with you on this Thursday. 13 minutes shy of the top of the hour. And uh, talking a little NFL coaching as those names kept rolling around and uh, hiring fairly quickly. 
It's all happened within the last, um, what, last two weeks that all these coaching mm-hmm. vacancies, what, six of them? Six, yeah, I believe? It's, it's been crazy, and the NFL wastes no time in hiring their people, for sure. As we saw, you know, they're, they're even interviewing coaches hours after their last game. Yeah. Uh, like Arthur Smith. Yeah. <laughs> with the Falcons. Talk about that. Um, before we run down uh, the list, uh, you had brought up, uh, I guess, the latest one today, Dan Campbell with the Detroit Lions. Yes. Uh, it was announced as, his, uh, as their head football coach, I think most recently, what, with the Saints, I believe. Um, but um, check out this guy. If this is not Detroit, if if he doesn't sound like a Detroit guy, uh, I don't know what does. Here is part of his press conference from earlier today. All right. Here's what I do know is that this team is going to take on the identity of this city. All right. And the city's been, been down and it found a way to get up. All right. It's found a way to uh, overcome adversity. All right. And so this team's going to be built on, uh, we're going to kick you in the teeth. All right. And, and when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. All right. And we're going to stand up. And then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down. All right. And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap and we're going to get up. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And wow. when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you before. Before long, we're going to be the last one standing. All right, that's going to be the mentality. There you go, last one standing. Um, how about that? Hey, I love it. I mean, you know, as that, as a, I mean, he's got to he's got to say something to ignite the passion of these people because the Detroit Lions, you know, have been horrific. There's pieces, and you know, you got to get some excitement, and and you know, I play for him. Yeah, I don't. You know, you, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, there's you take one piece at a time, you know, and that's a, you know, he talked about we're gonna hit you in the mouth, we're gonna bloody our teeth, and you know, he better be careful in today's world. Some of these kids may take him literally. I mean, if you did watch the Mississippi State game, that's true. I mean, <laughs> uh, you got to be careful what you say. All right, yeah. um, so. That happened today. That was um, Dan Campbell, again, uh, new Detroit Lions head football coach. So uh, here's just a quick list of the hires, and I believe there's only one left out there. But the New York Jets' Robert Saleh, uh, who was with the 49ers uh, before, the Los Angeles Chargers hired Brandon Staley, who was the Rams' uh, defensive coordinator. The Rams uh, were uh, uh, widely considered the best defense in the league. Of course, it helps when you got Aaron Donald, for sure, uh, and and Jalen Ramsey on Ramsey. your team. Um, of course, uh, probably the most notable name, the Jacksonville Jaguars tag Urban Meyer, who has never coached in the NFL, um, but obviously is one of the most successful college coaches, certainly in modern times. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles they hire Nick Sirianni, um, who was the Indianapolis Colts offensive coordinator. Yes. That one may be a little bit of a head-scratcher, but he may be a fit there. Uh, We just talked about Dan Campbell with the Detroit Lions, who was with the Saints. Uh, And then, of course, um, Arthur Smith, the Titans Mm -hmm. OC, 
uh, announced, uh, was it earlier this week, I guess? Or maybe yes, over the weekend earlier this week? Uh, he is with the Atlanta Falcons. Um, and uh, you were talking that he may be pulling. Um, oh, it's a done deal. They just announced it while ago. Oh, it it's, did? It's, yeah, it's a done deal. All right. Hit me that news then again uh, for he those is. who may be j- just joining us. Yeah, Arthur Smith has just signed uh, Dean Pease as his defensive coordinator. And if that name sounds familiar, he was the former defensive coordinator for Vrabel and the Titans. Hmm. So How, what happened if he, he used to be the defensive coordinator for Vrabel and then this year there was no defensive coordinator. Yeah. He what had, happened? He had some health issues. Okay. Um, and I think, you know, he had some, some other health issues with his family and stuff, but he he got better. You know they thought they thought he had. You know I don't want to give him some medical history out, but you know it was a lot. Let's just say he thought it was worse than what it really was. And then I think he, his health started getting better. Like I said, he was seen at games, two or three games this year, and there were people uh, and cheers for wanting to bring him back. Um, and I don't know what happened if there had even entertained those thoughts. Uh, but we know one thing, he's a good coach because our defense was really good the year before mm-hmm. uh, or better than what it has been. And then this year, Lord have mercy. <laughs> I don't think we could have stopped yeah. uh, a flag football team. <laughs> so, well, yeah, we hope that um, that that will be remedied as, of course, um, uh, for for the Titans fans around here. Uh, that leaves really, I guess, just the Houston Texans. And uh, you're seeing reports that uh, Eric Bieniemy is interviewing as we speak, right? He is interviewing, and and obviously, you know, all the Deshaun Watts uh, Deshaun Watson debacle was, uh, you know, Deshaun wanted him to be interviewed first, hmm. and. You know they they hired a new GM and they heard this concerns and they they you know they were interviewing people already and I think this is a last I hate to say this but this is a last ditch effort to try to keep Deshaun Watson uh, and no disrespect to the enemy he is well deserving of this position uh, for sure without a doubt because look what he's done I mean with him and Andy Reid what they've done with the Kansas City offense hello. Yeah, I'm here. No, I'm saying, yeah, exactly. Yeah, hello. Absolutely. Oh, hello. I thought you were pulling a line no. on Richie on me. Is it me you're looking for? Oh, boy. Let's but I mean, on that road. Yeah, let's do. I mean, but seriously, I mean, I think that's what Eric Benjamin is saying to the Texans. Hello, you know, for sure. Um, And I think if he got that position, if they do hire him, then you would have other players wanting to join him. Uh, and talking about Deshaun Watson, uh, because obviously he's not happy. He's demanding a trade. Um, and it's just the nature of the beast that we've allowed professional athletes nowadays to demand their self to be out instead of just going to work and, and playing. Yeah. Um, so so this is um, this is Deshaun Watson to be enemy, right? Hello? For sure, absolutely. Hey, JP, I know we're I know we're running short on time a little bit, but yeah. I, we since we're a sports show, we got to be talking about the the huge matchup tonight in Knoxville. Okay, with the Lady Volunteers taking on Connecticut. 
Uh, yeah, and uh, I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> oh, you want more? I can see it in your smile. How 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 great is Lionel though? Oh, he's something special, man. Mister Richie, dude, dude could write a song, couldn't he? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> it's kind of like you know. I don't want to. I don't want to confess that. It's kind of like saying, "Hey." I watch Days of Our Lives too. Well, sure. Know? Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Hey, like sands through the, the hourglass. hourglass. So are the days of our lives. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, but the big matchup tonight, number three, UConn taking on 25 Tennessee. It is going to be on ESPN right after the show. Isn't uh, is this the game, if Connecticut wins, that he'll, that, um, he'll, surpass. Uh, he'll surpass Pat? Yes. Oh, yeah. That's something to watch for. And it's at Knoxville too. Yep. And if anybody knows the history of these two programs, when they when they were, you know, Pat and Gino were going against each other, it was a fiery competition. A good old like a, a shootout at the OK Corral, oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Good stuff, baby. Good yes, stuff. indeed. All right. Um Wes, I think that's um that's we packed about, a lot in. Yeah, we we, packed a lot in. we have. Um, I'm gonna go bite some kneecaps. That's all I'm ready for. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to bite some kneecaps. Oh, it's good stuff, Dan Campbell, Detroit Lions head coach. It's good stuff. Um, all right, uh, what do we got? We got NFL. So tomorrow, uh, you and I can obviously uh, look at the um, the uh, NFC and AFC championship games. We'll uh, we'll dive into those tomorrow. And uh, hopefully we'll have more uh, info and, and more to talk about with Danny White. I think we will have heard from him uh, hopefully by this point tomorrow. So we'll uh, bring you some of that as well. And uh, there'll be plenty to, to get at um, from that perspective. Uh, don't forget uh, some high school basketball tonight. Uh, light schedule. You can check it all out at sm-tnsports.com. And uh, join Mo and Chris and uh, yours truly tomorrow morning. 9 to 11 as we get you ready for the weekend and that we'll talk about the NFL as well so a lot to get to uh, tomorrow plenty of sports stuff still hanging around we're, we're about to get into the uh, hardcore college basketball uh, yeah. Wes and and as you know this week the uh, NCAA announced the dates of the tournament and um, I think they've got final logistics for all of that so maybe we can dive into that a little bit tomorrow because it's time to turn the page a little bit at least for college fans and some high school, uh, college basketball, uh, for sure. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's just, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, a little sad. It is sad because of the fact that football provided, you know, college football, high school football. Yep. I'm going to say saved us in a sense of getting through the pandemic. Yep. It gave us a little bit of sense of normalcy. And I just hate I hate goodbyes. I hate goodbyes. <laughs> Till next year. All right. Uh, grab that tissue. Um, pick yourself back up. Bite a kneecap on your way back up. And uh, Wes, we'll, we'll do it again tomorrow. Right, we'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> I'm ready. You've been listening to TSL presented by Parks Motor Sales for Wes Duncan. I'm JP Plant reminding you radio still loves you. Until next time, take care of one another, and uh, 
we'll uh, we'll see you on the radio, as uh, Charles Osgood used to say. Take care, everybody. See ya. I